This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I've been apprised of a great development and a really uplifting story. You know, when we talk about the needs for PPE to the frontline responders and uh, how dire the situation is in certain hospitals uh, right here in our own town, well, uh, the uplifting story comes to us from the Bruce Peninsula. We've been joined on the line by James Skognak. He's the Exec Vice President of Corporate Affairs and Operational Services with Bruce Power, and he has a great story to tell. Uh, James, really appreciate you joining the Oakley Show this afternoon. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Considering uh, everything going on, you know, we're, we're doing well up here and all trying to do our part. Well, you're doing more than your part. From what I understand, and this was announced in conjunction with Premier Ford earlier today, uh, because he's put the clarion call out for all kinds of private enterprise to try to step up and meet the needs. And you guys are doing that at Bruce Power. What is it specifically you're doing, James? Well, you know, at the end of the day, if we think about our operation making electricity and, and medical isotopes for medical sterilization, that's really our, our core business. A key element to everything we do on, on a, in our operation is safety first. And when you think about safety in the workplace, it's really all about making sure your, your frontline employees have the right per- personal protective equipment. So the right equipment to do the right job safely at the right time. And so, um, you know, we started a planning team back in uh, late January, early February. February when we saw this pandemic um, really starting to emerge coming out of China and we recognized that personal protective equipment would be not only important for our own employees but but broadly so at that point we started a process of looking at how could we source some of this equipment from around the world so we could make it available not only to our employees who, who are going to need to protect themselves uh, in, in a situation like this but also more broadly and we were able to to leverage that global supply chain to to ensure that uh, we were able to, to procure whatever we could for the province of Ontario and so while we have some modest needs on our site like most facilities will be in terms of protecting their employees uh, from a prevention point of view with COVID we we were able to make a large amount of supplies available to, to hospitals, frontline workers, uh, people that really need it. You know, they're really the heroes on the front line fighting COVID-19. And, and it's really important that we protect their health and safety by making sure they have personal protective equipment. Again, James Skognak is with us on the line, Exec VP of Corporate Affairs and Operational Services with Bruce Power. And so uh, you tapped your supply lines because I guess in ordinary days uh, you have access all over the world to uh, the things that are necessary to run a nuclear power plant. And uh, you're going to, I guess, with the excess or the surplus that you were able to acquire, put those two frontline operatives here in Ontario. So what does this involve? I mean, uh, apart from no lead vests, I guess. No, no, no lead vests unless you're an x-ray technician in a hospital, right? You know, one of the things we often forget is, you know, a lot of our healthcare workers, they actually work in environments where, where they're managing radiation, whether it's medical isotopes or x-rays, but, but nothing, nothing, John, on that front in this, this batch of supplies. All right, I was being somewhat facetious. So uh, the things that are going to be availed to the frontline workers through, you know, uh, your supply chain, give us a for instance of uh, the things and the, the numbers. Yeah, exactly. So let's. So overall, we're looking at six hundred thousand pieces of personal protective equipment. That includes everything from uh, from the from masks, and, and masks really come in two forms. They come in the very popular. You've heard this a lot in in the media, John, and, and other reporting. N95 masks, which are which have been kind of in the highest demand, but also surgical masks. You know, and, and, you know, while I'm talking about masks, this is a really important point, and that is we need to make sure that we're not overusing N95 masks. N95 masks have a very specific application for certain people in very specific 
areas of healthcare surgery. And so what we've done is provided a lot of the, what are called KN95 masks will be part of the 600,000, but also a lot of surgical masks. So we want to be able to ensure that not only on our site, but what we're donating across Ontario, we're using the right mask for the right job. So the 600,000 medical supplies will include uh, a lot of masks, gowns, uh, gloves, uh, personal protective equipment for, for people's eyes. Obviously, that's important when you have a, a virus that can spread through moisture. And so it's really those kind of basic things. You think if you were to walk into a, a hospital, what protective equipment would you want on a nurse or a frontline worker? You'd want them to have a gown. You'd want them to have gloves, eye protection, and a mask. And, and so we're trying our best to, to provide the best mixture of, uh, of supplies we can and the, the total number is 600,000. And we're really working to ensure that gets to the front lines as quickly as possible. Yeah, what is the timeline? Do you know? Well, we've already uh, uh, we've already uh, over the last ten days actually moved about uh, eighty thousand pieces of equipment already. So we're well we're well on track. Uh, our current plan, if we can continue to expedite supply lines, and, and obviously we're looking to expedite using uh, uh, large cargo planes uh, within the course of about fifteen to nineteen days. Our expectation would be that we had deployed the full six hundred thousand pieces of PPE. And so how does it work then? You get them to uh, a main depot or distribution center and somebody else takes it from there? Well, what we're doing is we'll be working really closely with the Ministry of Health and find that, you know, obviously what we don't want to do is have extra logistical steps in the process that slow it getting from the front line. So so those are some of the details that we're, we're, we're working out before cargo actually lands in Ontario. Some of this is in our own inventory anyway, so we're releasing that inventory so we kind of prime the pump, so to speak. Uh, so, so that can ensure there, there's some equipment available on the front lines for when the other items, uh, uh, other items arrive. We'll obviously do whatever we can to make it as quick for the hospitals if we can help the Ministry of Health. You know, we're based in rural Ontario, so helping get to some of these rural, smaller hospitals uh, quickly, more directly. So, you know, I think there's really two elements. There's, there's getting the material, but there's also making sure we get it out to the front lines as quickly as possible. And it's really just getting our best logistics people on it and, and coordinating it appropriately. Such a great story. Uh, I really appreciate your weighing in and telling us about this. Bruce Power committing 600,000 pieces of personal protective equipment to the province in the fight against COVID-19. James Gongak is the Exec VP of Corporate Affairs and Operational Services. James, really appreciate you coming on. I mean, we needed some good news, and this certainly qualifies. Thanks for it, and uh, good luck to you and your staff, and stay healthy. Yes, yeah, stay safe. Thanks for your time. Take care. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.